calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I am Alex and this week I'm joined by Luke. Hello. Daniel. All right. And Keza. Hi. Uh, this week we are going to be talking about the Wii U because obviously that launched, well, it's out today. It is out um, today. It's for us anyway. Out. Mm. So that's exciting and obviously we've all played it and we've been playing it all week and we have opinions on that. Uh, but first, Keza, you did something rather interesting last weekend. I went to Minecon in Paris. And did you build stuff? I did. My- Minecon being obviously the Minecraft convention. Yeah. So it was pretty good. You just got conned. It wasn't a mine. No. <laughs> <laughs> Went down turned a lot of shafts. Turned up and it was a pit. Yeah. Turned up and it was Coal Miners Association. Did you just say she went down on a lot of shafts? <laughs> no, I said she went down a lot of shafts and then I <laughs> lied because oh, I realised what it sounded <laughs> like. So, wow. All right. Moving on. So, uh, <laughs> so what's this weekend? You, yeah. To be fair, Alex, that's that doesn't sound weekend. like an exciting weekend. <laughs> weekend like any other. That is every weekend for me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Minecon. So Minecon was pretty good. Um, it was it was weird, though. Like, I learned a lot about YouTube. Like, we, I was walking around with a bunch of, like, Minecraft YouTube celebrities. Is that the website that plays videos? That's right, yeah. <laughs> so we had, I was walking around with these guys who run this thing called Minecraft, which is like a show. Oh, it was just Mine the best crack. weekend. Now, Were they German? Um, no, one of them was German, actually, oddly enough. <laughs> Minecraft. But yeah, they, they have the show um, that they do like collaboratively, all of them. And they honestly, they had about a thousand people surrounding them at all times, trying to get autographs, like little kids bursting in hysterical tears when they saw them because they were really? so, yeah because they were so starstruck by it you know these these guys some of these guys have you know 2 million 1 million subscribers yeah. even if you have got 500,000 subscribers that's more than most tv shows isn't it yeah, yeah so yeah that was that was pretty impressive um also played a lot of minecraft there wasn't really much news or anything no like nothing really happened there it was just a lot of people who really like minecraft i bought a little foam pickaxe it's good i had a good time so but what 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 did you come away thinking well, there's a lot of people that like Minecraft obviously yeah well I like Minecraft but I don't like Minecraft that much like seriously there's just this the the depth of that game is is still continuing to astonish me like mm. I mean I get Minecraft now but I didn't know just how deep it can go like people have been playing it for two years and they've been playing pretty much nothing else for two years and they're still finding new things to do and new ways to keep it going and do you think that's 
it was all on purpose or is it just a kind of I think it was a beautiful accident. Right. And that they found something that was just really compelling to do, i.e. build stuff. Yeah. And they made a really flexible system for doing so. Right. It's, I think it's 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 I mean, Minecraft is really inspiring. I mm. mean, especially as like they didn't really have any money and there was only a few of them making it and and uh it's the most successful game in the world now probably. Yeah. I would say. But so, because obviously uh, Notch has been talking about the beta for his new game. What's that called? Zero Ten XTC. Catchy. catchy yeah. yes. <laughs> Very catchy. I, um, I, I, I seem to think, remember it's a space game, but I don't know. But do you think lightning will strike twice and it'll we be, have the same impact? Day, we? We were, yeah. Just like, it's like the difficult second album. Yeah. What do you do if you just won the internet with your first game? It yeah. seems very unlikely. If you're yeah. now a multi-millionaire... And you've made one of the most popular video games ever made. What do you do? Well, they did Scrolls next, actually. That's now out. That's their next game, which is a card battling game. Oh, card game. <laughs> but it was amazing. Like, even at Minecon, where you'd assume people would be Casino interested, nobody game. gave a shit. No. You know, they had it set up and they had some talks on it. And there were literally like 50 people right. who were there. And, you know, everyone was just there for Minecraft. That's the thing. It's right. going to be like being Nirvana. And they do any album after. He's going to kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope he doesn't kill himself. That would be bad. Better to burn out the fade away notch. <laughs> Make it clear we are not kind of egging Notch on to suicide on the podcast. Is that, is that now what we're doing? That would be no. terrible. It was really weird actually. Whenever Notch was wandering around at Minecon, he was just followed by like a trail of children oh. who just like following him around. Like a weird, weird wedding dress. Like a, we- like a weird wedding dress. <laughs> like a weird wedding dress. A fluid wedding dress made of people. And yeah, it was. There was a lot of kids at Minecraft. I reckon probably half of Minecraft players are under twelve. Right. Um, I brought my boyfriend's kid along, who is seven, and he had a great time he really really enjoyed it what did he do sat and played minecraft in a room with a bunch of other kids but you can do it well you obviously not with other kids that's but you thing. can sit and play minecraft anyway well there's also like you know minecraft stuff everywhere there's like giant creepers and there was a big kind of um there was a big corridor like a dark corridor with lots of minecraft like zombies in it and stuff with, right whoa with flashing lights and things oh, it was really scary. cool and then they had like uh it was called the the mob trap so they had like a um a creeper and Skeletons and stuff, but they'd all be. Just, it was what totally pitch black like in the cr- there. Kids just lost it and started beating the shell of the creepers. Yeah. <laughs> well, there were some kids beating the shell of one of the creepers in there. It was <laughs> Wait, quite what? entertaining. Um, some yeah. poor French teenager going, I'm just doing this for some money. <laughs> yeah. it's just oh. They're just made of plastic. <laughs> kids just kicking them in the ball. <laughs> and but, it was at Disneyland, so that was good as well. Yeah, but that's that's. I don't care. That's your holiday. This is about work. Yeah, but Minecon was at Disneyland. Like, oh, was it? It was literally at Disneyland. Oh, I didn't realise that. That wasn't Sorry. just me being at Disneyland. <laughs> I thought you just said, I would <laughs> see Mickey Mouse as well. No, no, They held Minecon at Disneyland, so there was a lot for kids to do as well, obviously. Wow. Yeah. Right. Cool. But you got you got free entry to the park um, on the night of the Saturday. There was like, just everybody was free free entry to the park from eight until midnight, so that was pretty good. It was just, um, Disneyland was just full of people who were playing Minecraft, <laughs> full of Minecraft fans. It was fun. And was there much cosplay? Um, well, there were a lot of people walking around with giant cubes on their heads. Right. Like giant, you know, like, yeah, like a creeper or a pig or, yeah. or Steve, who's the main character, cubes on. Steve. Walking around with their, like, um, foam pickaxes and swords and stuff. Yeah. Did you join them? You got your foam pickaxe. Did you get, do you want a cubed head? There was, like, a three-hour queue for the shop that wow. sold such things. Honestly, three-hour queue. Just, but did you queue up then? I no, I didn't. I'm not queuing for three hours to buy a thing. I could get off the internet when I get back. Oh, did you buy off the internet? Yeah. Right. Bought off the internet. There you go. So that was Minecon. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, and what about you, Luke? You met one of your personal heroes this week. I did. Yeah. I interviewed the lovely Peter Molyneux, um, which was interesting. 
and I've been very quiet about it as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. He's not yeah, gone on about it at all. You, know, you interview Peter Molyneux. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, just a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, lovely guy. Talked to him about, um, well, Curiosity and also um, his new project, uh, Goddess, which is um, he's trying to raise a Kickstarter for. Uh, and yeah, he, he seems to be quite worried about it. Um, about what? Or, I would be. Or Curiosity. <laughs> No, uh, not so much. Project, not curiosity. so much. Uh, he had stuff to say about curiosity and the stuff. Um, there's um a patch coming out for it. He hopes next week. Um, that'll add some new features and kind of change things up. Might monetize it, perhaps. Yeah, well, I don't know. Or I mean, make it interesting. <laughs> let's not ask for miracles. Um, but you know, he's um. He, so that's coming out next week. Um, for curiosity. But yeah, no, Goddess. Uh, it, I mean, the Kickstarter's been running for nine days now, and it's about thirty-nine percent funded. Um, and so he's still looking for, I think, just about two hundred and eighty thousand. What? Um, That's quite pounds. a lot of money, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And um, and he's got twenty one days. It's Christmas it. soon, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Christmas. Um, and so yeah, no, I don't know. He he he's worried about it. But um, he but talking about Goddess, he you know he said some very interesting things about it. Um, I mean we're gonna I'm I'm gonna write the interview and it'll be on IGN uh, next next week quite early we think. But um, but why is he doing a Kickstarter? Surely he can go round of all people the, the games industry and get financial backing. Yeah, well, I mean, his point is the point of Twenty Two Cans in his eyes is that um they are an indie developer, um and so they don't want to rely on investors. They don't want to rely on the uh, well publisher control is something that I think he struggled struggled with a lot in the past. Like publishers, mm. you know, obviously the whole publisher model you have to take their feedback on board and iterate according to kind of their wishes. Um, he wants to kind of cut away from that if he can. Uh, so, I, I mean, it very much sounded like when I was speaking to him, if it does all fall through with the Kickstarter and it doesn't happen, he's going to, you know, he he's he wants to get this game made. And so I think yeah. they will investigate other avenues. But um, but that's not something that he really wants to do. And, and the other thing he made, he made quite clear was quite in a bit of honesty. He said, you know, he's made a lot of promises over the years and he thought it was about time that he started facing people. Um, and obviously, Kickstarter puts you directly face to face with the people who've pledged and backed your Absolutely, product. Absolutely, yeah. And right. you know, you're directly responsible um, to them. So I think, I think part of it is that accountability. I think he's trying to make him make it appear more honest than he has done. So it's good though, good interview, go. and he's an interesting, interesting guy. And I We've gushed a, a little bit about Black and White. You. Mm. A lot of love for that guy. He is an interesting man. Yeah, no, good fun. Anyway, let's head over to the news. And uh, Keza, you've got the first piece of news about uh, a new Wii. Yeah, Nintendo is releasing the Wii Mini. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, in Canada for ninety-nine Canadian dollars, mm. I believe. Um, so it's a Wii, but it's really small. It looks like a lunchbox, and um, it doesn't have backwards compatibility. It's got a kind of attractive rubberish red trim. Yeah, it also doesn't have um, internet capabilities. It doesn't have internet at all. So it's literally just a little box. To play Sensor bar, power adapter, composite cable, Wii mode, and Wii little Wii, but it's only ninety nine bucks in Canada, which is what seventy five pounds ish. Ah, uh, yeah, it's craziness. Probably yeah, maybe, maybe even less than that. I don't know. But what's the point? It's a very very cheap Wii for you to buy your kids. But I I just think that confuses the Wii U message. Mm. Are you, why yeah, would you launch Wii U and then like seven days later go oh? We've got our old consoles coming out, and it's smaller. Well, that's not pounds. much different from uh, yeah. the PS, the P- PlayStation Two, Super Slim, was released. I think a year into the PlayStation 3's lifestyle, life life cycle. A year into a, it, yeah, yeah, like, a year into it, not, yeah, not yeah, like okay, a week yeah. later, not uh, a week later. Like so when all of it's, all should, of the chat is I should about point Wii U. out, it's only coming out in Canada, and it's not been confirmed for any other 
No. Um, and, uh, and yeah, Nintendo have said it's not coming to the UK, haven't they? But the interest, yeah, they said that um, yesterday. The interesting thing um, about it is just the fact that it just it doesn't seem to make much sense. Like, why would you only release it in Canada? What's what have you got against Canada, Luke? Don't have against Canada. It just it's doesn't. It's probably oh, a test market. Canada? It's just really well, weird. I, it is weird. Why? Why Canada? It's probably a test market. Well, you wonder but, but that. Why it's, Canada? It's also That's only available. Know. It's only yeah. available in the holiday period. So it's literally going to be sold for maybe three weeks, and that's it. So they're selling this tiny console for three weeks straight after the Wii U launch, and nowhere else in the world. It just seems but, like they were just like very weird. Let's see if we what, can make people lose their shit. It must be a test market. Yeah, I was going to say it must be, and if it performs well, then they'll. Uh, up the production. If not, that's it. Yeah, they'll be on eBay. It's very, very interesting that it's got no internet capabilities when we're kind of seeing everything moving towards cloud and stuff. Though, I know, but did you ever use your your Wii for internet capability? Yeah, what, what did it even do online? My Wii's been a paperweight for the best part of two years. So. Did it ever there do anything well, online? It needs to be online connected. <laughs> did it ever do anything online? I don't think I ever connected my Wii to the internet. Yeah, I, I did watched that iPlayer on it once. After yeah. day one, yeah. when I was like, "Oh look, look at the oh, oh that that really silly little everybody votes channel that I used to love." Oh no, I downloaded the internet for that. Oh, yeah, there yeah. was a Final Fantasy, of course, or you eerie guys something <laughs> piss off. There was this Final Fantasy, I don't know, is it My Life as a King or something like that? That was a downloadable game. And that was really good fun. So I yeah. downloaded that. So yeah, if you want to use the eShop, don't buy that. Wait, to sell it, Luke. Great. <laughs> <laughs> this thing, I, yeah, I, I downloaded it. Well. Downloaded this game and it was great. I'm going to be first in the queue. Do you know what? There are a lot of really good asymmetrical, I hate that word, um, games, like multiplayer games that hooked up the Game Boy Advance and the GameCube. Like um, Final Fantasy. I don't Fantasy. even know what that means. It means that, that that you could, you know, you had a link cable for the for the Game Boy Advance and the GameCube. Yeah, but... And so three people would be playing on Game Boy Advances and a person would be playing but on the But why is screen. that asymmetrical? That's just what Nintendo calls it. That's stupid. It's the same with the Wii. Final Fantasy. It means Chronicles. it means it's not the same game that you're playing. You're, you're playing different games at the same time on the same, you know. So it means right. not symmetrical. So you're not all doing the same thing at the same time. Oh, I understand. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, I'm wondering if maybe you know the Wii U is out. They'll start releasing those games on the eShop. Yeah. For you to play yeah. on either the Wii U gamepad or your DS. That'd yeah. be quite interesting. In addition to on the screen, that would be really cool. Miyamoto did say a couple of weeks ago that they'd completely nixed all DS and Wii connectivity experimentation because they thought it would undermine the Wii U. The yeah. Wii U has been in, in production for that long. Wow. Yeah, percolating. Are there any more games coming out for Wii or is that it? That's definitely it now, I think. Yeah. It's been it since Skyward Sword, really. Yeah. Has anything come out for the Wii this year? Apart from the last story? Yeah, like Lord of the Rings, Lego, those kind of games that are on like mm. every single yeah, 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 Those yeah, are yeah. still on PS2, some of them. I don't know. FIFA. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, more positive news. <gasps> Wolverine! 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 There's a new Wolverine movie coming out, as we know. Isn't that by, what by everybody really, really wanted, yeah? Yeah, another Wolverine movie. <laughs> oh, the first one was really good. Can you make another one, please? Can you make another one where he's running around with his claws? Oh, it was really good. Um, anyway. How does Wolverine have a wank? With his hands. Yeah. He doesn't always have the claws. claws. Not always. But surely, at moments of excitement, he'd he'd oh. accidentally. And he knows how to control. But, uh, yeah, no, he stabs also, himself in the thigh every time. But he also, has fast healing powers, so they're they're outside of his. They go like that, as it were. Yeah. So outside even if hands. they were out, you could still you know. I mean, one might be pretty dangerous. But... You could still register one. But maybe that's it. It's the risk that he likes. Yeah, maybe yeah. he's a thrill seeker. I don't think it's a problem. I don't know. I imagine, I imagine that he doesn't have that much control over the adamantium claws. He does. But does he? Yeah, yeah. Like when he goes into battle, like you know. Well, that's the thing. When he gets out. excited, out they come. 
<laughs> well, I, I don't think it's like the Hulk. There you go. It's not like the Hulk. I don't think so. It's more conscious. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, back yeah, to the news. Going back to the news. He, he, Hugh Jackman's in negotiation. I think he now has actually signed on for the new X-Men movie, which is a sequel to First Class. Ooh. Right. X-Men, Days of Future Past. I suppose I'm not familiar with that storyline, but Wolverine features quite heavily yeah. in it. No, both young and old Wolverine. Mm. So I imagine Hugh Jackman's going to play both. Yeah. Obviously he doesn't age. Yeah, no, it's, he's big in it. Hugh Jackman actually doesn't age, which makes him very good for the yeah. part of Wolverine. <laughs> and also Jean Valjean. I've just had that image of that mental image when you went to go and interview him. And he was standing there, like like properly standing proud, eating a what was curly it? Whirly. Curly Whirly. He's like, "G'day, mate. I love curly whirlies. All right, all right, Wolverine. This is a bit weird. Wolverine likes curly whirlies. Um, so he's going to be in the movie, and some other exciting news. Um, Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen are also going to be in it. And obviously, right. it's been we now know Matthew Vaughan's not directing it. Um, Brian Singer's directing it, so it feels like a bit of a reunion of all the old people who used to. Do them. Uh, got you. Been on the old X Men movies, the original trilogy. Getting the old gang back. It's coming together. full circle. Mm. Yeah. But it sounds good. I'm really looking forward to that movie because I thought First Class was really good. It's a bit, it's a, like, it's a very popular story. Mm. You don't like it, the world. Alex. I thought it was okay. I thought the ending was pretty rubbish. I thought the ending was good. Well, it did seem a bit anti climactic. What? What's anti climactic about him getting. <laughs> I don't know. It just didn't. I just kind of imagined it being. That was very emotional. Mm. Fine. You're all dead inside. Yep. Yeah. I am. That's true. Anyway, I've got some Christmas bargains. <clears throat> PlayStation Plus has announced its December um, lineup for, so that's the subscription service for uh, PS3 users, by the way. Uh, and as part of the uh, annual subscription in December, you will get access to Batman, Arkham City, Limbo, and Vanquish, Ooh. which is an amazing lineup. That's a great Very lineup. Exciting. Not as great as the THQ Humble Bundle lineup that you're probably going to talk about. I in am going to talk about that in a minute, so just, <laughs> Sorry, just wait <laughs> one second. Five <laughs> <Just laughs> <slide> down. <laughs> But I just think for like, obviously uh, it's 40 quid, which I think is the same price as um, Xbox Live. But you get all these amazing games. PlayStation Plus is an extraordinarily good service. Yeah. yeah. It's really, really cool. I managed I mean, to get it when it was 20% to, off as well. Compared to Xbox Live, which Ooh. basically gives you basic online functionality in exchange for your money. And it yeah. wants it to be great. Yeah, I mean, meanwhile, PlayStation's like, you can have all the basic stuff for free. You could always, you know, play online on your PlayStation yeah. for free. It seems absurd that I don't understand why people pay Microsoft money just for the privilege of playing their console everyone online. everyone else is on it. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have no other choice. It's got critical yeah, mass. it's just insane though, isn't it? Yeah. Compared to how good PlayStation Plus is. Anyway. Who has PlayStation Plus here? Me. I Pay do, yeah. yeah. Really good. I, as I say, I got it about, um, got it in September. And yeah, no, really good. I got it for the cloud. I got it off my PlayStation broke because you also get cloud saves. Yeah. Um. So I was like, if it breaks again, at least I'll keep my saves. Um, that was, it was cloud saving. Did you lose all me? your saves? Yeah, I, I <gasps> was like three trophies off platinum on Skyrim. Um, and I now kind of want to kill myself. So, oh, you know, Luke. swings and roundabouts. But yeah, now that won't happen again if I can be bothered to actually go back into I also, fucking Skyrim. I need cloud saving for the Xbox. I mean, the reason I pay for Xbox Live basically is because of the cloud saves because I play the Xbox at home, yeah. at friends' houses and in the office. And yeah, I, need, yeah. I need that yeah. to work. Whereas on PlayStation Plus... Well, really well. It does work really well, yeah, yeah it's good. And um, PlayStation Plus's cloud saves are the same, but for some reason I, don't, I only play my PlayStation at home. Mm. I don't need to play mm, it in yeah. the office. But in other Christmas bargain news, yeah, thanks for spoiling it, Keza. I'm so sorry, it's everybody. It's the Humble THQ bundle, which for, well, you, you choose how much you donate for it, but you get um, six games. You get Saints Row the Third, Metro 2033, uh, Company of Heroes plus two expansion packs, and Darksiders. Two uh, or one? And currently... One. Sorry? Darksiders one. one. Darksiders one, yes, yeah, yeah. 
so you can get that for as little as like a dollar. Or if so, if you pay the average or over the average price, which at the moment is five dollars seventy two. You get Saints Row the Third. If you pay less than that, you don't get Saints Row the Third. That's less than four so, pounds so this is for all those games. So I bought it this morning for six dollars, which translates as I think it was like three pounds seventy-two, and I've got all six of those games now. Bloody hell! That, that is, is just insane. THQ must be desperate. Apparently, it's been a nice, um, it's been a nice uh, boy to THQ's stock, price, stock though. price. Yeah, well, yeah. they had they had awful um, financial reports this year, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, there was a, I saw a story this morning about how this is already. Boyd, their stock price by like 35%. And like the VP of THQ uh, contributed $1,000 of his own money for it. Which I think is That's quite not. nice. Um, but again, if you're looking for decent games at a bargain price, uh, well, all, all of those, definitely worth getting. Wow, look at how hot THQ president Jason Rubin is. Wow. Yeah, yeah you're kind of, pre- I think he, you preached to the dreamy. wrong room here. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> yes. He's dreamy. He's so dreamy. Andy paid a thousand dollars to charity. Yeah. What a what a hunk. What a guy. What a dreamboat. <laughs> Speaking of hunks, Luke. Yes. <laughs> and that's all there is. Hello. Uh, yeah. No. Um, yeah. Christopher Nolan has made an interesting revelation. Um, apparently, he originally wanted Heath Ledger to play Batman in the Dark Knight trilogy, which I think would have been awful. But there we go. Um, so he was speaking at the Film Society of Lincoln Center. Um, talking about the Batman trilogy. Of what? The Film Society of Lincoln Center. Yeah, I don't know. He was either. in Lincoln. He was <laughs> in the Midlands. <laughs> Christopher Nolan's going, I met these Batman movies. Yeah, he loved it. Um, yeah, so basically he just said, um, well, when he originally sat down, he sat down with Ledger before they started filming and um, Ledger said, I'd never do this type of film. Like, you know, superhero films weren't for him, wasn't going to get involved. But then after kind of the success of the first one, um, and a long time before they started shooting the second one, he sat down again and was like, look, I'd still like you to be involved. And that's how the whole Joker thing came about. sitting down. Yeah. But it's interesting. He was he really wanted him to be Bruce Wayne, which I just don't think... I mean, he was fantastic as the Joker. Don't but nobody thought he was going to be a good Joker. Mm. Yeah, nobody could see it, could they? No. No, I mean, the thing is... I mean, part of me is just a bit like... It, the Joker... He was so good as the Joker... If he was Batman, that would have deprived us of him as the Joker. And, yeah. You know, I quite like him as the Joker. He'd probably still be alive, though. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. I don't think the Joker <laughs> well, literally... Well, I don't think... swings and roundabouts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's wrong with you? I'm not sure that playing the Joker killed him. Can I tell you, this is in danger of a recurring joke on the podcast and this needs to stop. All the kids going, yeah, what's your problem, mate? Stop looking at us. Yeah, okay, this needs to, this, this that joke needs to die because it's becoming a thing. I don't think that Heath Ledger died because he played the Joker. Like, he probably, it's not... He played the Joker because he died. He'd still, it doesn't work. What? There's no reason to, I mean, it's not like he'd still be alive if he hadn't played the Joker and played Batman instead. Yeah. No, it did, it, uh, yeah, I mean, there's lots of kind of stuff, though, isn't there, about him it not helping yeah. with his mental um, decline. And To be honest, like, anyone who does I the Joker that think... convincingly... Christian Bell is a brilliant Batman. Yes. I think he's amazing. And the reason why I always think he's amazing, and the reason I always say it is, I think Christian Bell is mental enough that if his parents got killed as a child, yeah. he'd go away and train <laughs> to be a ninja for seven years, and he'd come back and he'd clean up London. He'd really, he really That's what would he would do. do. Yeah. He yeah. would basically dedicate the rest of his life to redeeming Gotham. Because he's mental. Yeah. He's a bit of a psycho. He's a method. Yeah. He's method. a complete method actor. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're yeah. trained. Literally having to develop superpowers in order to successfully play yeah, superheroes. superpowers. He's just a man. No, I'm thinking, like, if you're a method acting Spider Man oh, or uh, any uh, of the other yeah. superheroes who so actually do have, have to make yourself more. That would probably be a bit more difficult. Got to find a radio about Spider Man. Maybe something else entirely, Mr. Wade. Legend. It's beautiful. 
But yeah, either way, thank God that didn't happen. Yeah. So anyway, Wii U was out this week, and uh, we've all had the chance to play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think most of us liked it. I guess yeah. you were particularly impressed. We've all had a really good time with it. It's, it's just all right, all right. it's just the multiplayer. It's, it. it's awesome fun. The multiplayer is ridiculously fun. But on, what, <laughs> on one game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Nintendo. Yeah, I think we, we can agree on, on three mini games of on one, one game. game. <laughs> <laughs> also, also Nintendo um, New Super Mario Bros. U was really fun. Yeah, that was back to it, though, have we? Yeah. Well, no, we've not gone back to it. That's fair. It, 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 it is Mario Chase. I'm still convinced that it's going to be the same as the Wii in that nobody will bother now. Like Nintendo will release a couple of really promising launch. It'll be the Nintendo platform, and then everyone will go. Well, the Zombie U. Do you know what? I think we. I really love Zombie U. Yeah, I think yeah, people yeah. should buy that. Definitely. It is it's good, great but, game. but I do agree. Like, Unless that sells a bucket load of copies, they won't reinvest the money and make games specifically For Wii with Wii U functionality. So it's a weird one, though, because um, Zombie U's review scores, Europe loves it. Yep. It's been getting nines all over Europe. And then it got a 4.5 from another big website. And yeah. we gave it a six, and it's got like America for some reason doesn't like it. It's got, it's got. I think America was maybe expecting. It's because it's set in London. That's why. Ah, racist. Oh, I governor. <laughs> well, oh, there's fucking zombies everywhere. Oh, He's northerner. Ar- the guy. Who yeah, the other guy from Bradford. Yeah. I hey, went around. I went around London with Bear Park, trying to shoot on location at the places that Zombie U is set in. Without permission. So Buckingham Palace and Tower of London. Turns out you can't just turn up anywhere in London and start filming. Did you not know this? No, <laughs> no shit. Police, yeah, policemen will turn up and be very, very mean to you. Yeah. yeah there, trying to sort of squeeze through the gates at Buckingham Palace with a camera in your hand. I just need to take a quick video. <laughs> yeah. It was good. Well, so by the end of it, um, after day, after hours of just being told to put the camera away and just being really frustrated, we were in Covent Garden shooting the last bit, and a guy came up and said, "Hey, you've got permission to film here." I was just like, "Yes," and he was like, "Who from?" And I just pointed in a random direction, and then he was like, "All right then," walked off. I've got permission from God. Now <laughs> yeah. I've been sent on a mission. Got permission. Yeah, it was it was good. Just blanked it's it. Just pointed. That's just so random. I did. I literally just pointed in a direction, like at a building. So apart from the games, which obviously, you know, a couple of good games, Nintendo Land and uh, Zombie U, what about the hardware? Uh, it takes forever to load. Oh, got the loading so screen. Slow. I'm wondering whether this is going to be fixed by the day one update. I really hope it is. Have right. we turned it on today, by the way? Well, uh, I, I fear turning it on today because of the update. Pa- the Alex and I were um, playing it the other day and we're just going back to the menu. It yeah. took forever. It, it, and... It, I would just like to point out it's only about 15 seconds or something but every time you switch from what yeah, like, you, you just want to change the setting like, if you're used to using an iPad or an iPhone where you go into an app instant yeah. close it instantly yeah. it's it is noticeable. painful yeah um, but yeah I said oh, I thought the gamepad is is it's actually better than I thought it was going to be I think everybody likes the Wii U more than they thought they were going to yeah. especially yeah. Bear Park and Luke yeah time. I mean I, I like it more than I mean, the thing is, I I'm not gonna get one. Like at the moment, there's no game that I would I would not sit on my own in my house and play any of those games. Um, like here in the so office, alone. playing it with so fr- with like you guys, but you know, I can't afford to hire friends to come and play it with me. So really, oh, I'm not sorry, gonna Lee. not gonna do that. Swings around about. I'm gonna <laughs> didn't say it. That's <laughs> where you can get your friends friends from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Used to stop. <laughs> can we go back to Peter Mullen? The Savile method of friend acquisition. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. Yeah. So uh, I th- I'm going to buy one probably that, that's in January. The litmus test. Will we'll, you will buy one? Kevin. I'll buy one in January. Yeah. Daniel. No. And no, Luke. No. no. And I won't either. I just thought uh, that. It's well, fun. It's not. Got, it's not. Got, it's not got enough new, yet. When there's a new proper Mario game, 
course. It is a good Zelda. It's not, I don't think it's got enough yet that. to be like a compelling yeah. purchase. Like right now, I mean, you should only buy it if I, I think Nintendo Land is freaking great, yeah. and I have a lot of people to play it with, so I will, I'll be buying it for that. Basically, in the expectation that there will be great games later. Zelda yeah. and Pikmin, and also, so, I really do think Zombie U is worth buying that console yeah. for. But that's you know, it's a lot of money just to play a couple of games. Mm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It's a bad and time also, for it as well. Don't have very like, much money. Obviously, Daniel, you've reviewed FIFA, and um, we've played a bit of that, and it's. Again, it's just, just not the same. Backwards. Yeah, we were playing it. There's a lot of lag, and it just it That's just a load of lag. It doesn't feel right. And it does worry me it's that very, it just frame rate was very. Choppy. It's not a particularly powerful machine. I think it might be that people haven't been bothered to get to know it properly yet. Like some of the ports are quite bad. But I don't know whether that's because they of the machine or because with like a lot of bad ports for the PS3. They're like we all yeah. can't don't really get its architecture. Yeah, I mean, the, the, Nintendo always does very. I hear they always do very complicated proprietary mm. consoles that are very difficult for third party developers. But one of the reasons they've not had a strong history with third party developers is that their consoles are quite hard to develop for because they're not based on PC architecture like the Xbox is. Right. Mm. Yeah. No. Because I, I I saw something this morning that a hacker has sort of busted into a Wii U and uh, looking at all the specs. But you can't really compare them like for like um, with Xbox and PS3 because for that same reason it's a different kind of setup. Well, I hope you can all come around and play on my Wii U because otherwise it'll be quite a lonely experience. Bit forward, isn't it? Yeah. That is sad. Well, the thing about New Super Mario Brothers U is that <coughs> it's, I think, really quite boring on your own. It's just a Mario game, so yeah. it's, it's entertaining. But it just it's it's a hundred times better when you're playing with other people. Right. It really does transform it. Yeah. I think that's the same for Nintendo Land as well. Like the single player games, they're fun, but they're they're only kind of life life changingly good in multiplayer. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. Anyway, well, uh, so the Wii U is out this week. Uh, if you go and buy one, let us know what you think about it. IGN UK feedback at ign dot com or Twitter and Facebook slash ign. I think it's going to take a long time to take off the Wii U. Yeah, I think it's going to be a long six months for Nintendo. Yeah. They've got they've still like everywhere so the stock as far as I'm aware. I still think well, it's day one. Like, give it a week. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I know, but there's yeah. like, you know, walking past HMV this like, morning. How hard no was it to get a Wii on, on. Yeah, like, you know, I mean. Yeah, but walk... the Wii, I think they probably, yeah, yeah, that's fair. But to be honest, the Wii actually had quite a slow start in terms of like mm. raw sales. I mean, I'm writing a thing about this that's going up next week, but basically, if you look at the figures for things, it's amazing the perception. You know, when the 3DS came out, everyone was like, oh, it's a failure, it's not working, it's not selling. It sold more in its first few months than the DS did. Mm. It sold more in the first few months than any other handheld console has ever. Right. But people still thought it was a failure. Meanwhile, the Vita came out sold practically nothing but because of the perception around it everyone's like oh no it's a really good success it's really taking off it's like no it sold half as much as the 3ds did in its first few weeks yeah for some reason whenever nintendo consoles come out the perception is always negative i don't know why it is even though if you look at the number it's usually on a par with everything else yeah it's because it's hardcore gamers though isn't it like you know yeah. you don't buy them whereas like i think family consoles that's the thing like i mean if you talk to I me mean, i talk to people most of the people i'm talking to aren't buying a wii u right now yeah like but you know none that's... like you know you were the only one in this room yeah and that's because that's fact... because i'm a big nintendo fan yeah like, like i mean i know I'm obviously gonna buy it i know for a fact like my aunt and uncle will be buying something like, well that's the thing like people like... we talk to aren't buying it so the perception is that no one's buying yeah. it whereas probably the people who are buying it are people that you know, aren't necessarily in our circle exactly but i haven't seen it heavily advertised or marketed really. at all yeah. i think it's going to be a long takeoff I, I reckon this time next year we'll know whether it's going anywhere yeah but I reckon probably next Christmas will be its big Christmas. It'll be interesting. It well it depends what also, it's competing it, within the market. It's not. It's amazing that it's not launched in Japan. Usually you have Japan as a benchmark 
Yeah, you know, it you're like crazy. Yeah, it's, and so we're not even going to see the, the the Japanese reception till December. Like, if Japan doesn't like your video games console, you're fucked. Basically, that's yeah. that's the rule, and that's what happened with the Vita. Japan didn't care, mm. and the Vita didn't sell. So usually, you look at Japan, you see how it went there, and you go, Ooh, "Okay, that's a good indication." And this mm. is like unprecedented to have a Nintendo console where you have no indication from Japan how it's going to do. Yep, yep. There you go. Um, also out this week, Far Cry Three. I would absolutely recommend playing that. Yeah. Great Maybe game. Not on no, we played on co op a bit. Co-op's a bit. Co-op's yeah. a bit a yeah, it's not obviously not the game. No. It's, uh, it felt very much crowbarred into the experience. Yeah. It, it felt is. like a crappy Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Oh, really? It's got. I don't know. I don't know. The you're, whole thing about fighting. Far Cry is like, you know, possibilities and options and tackle things from different ways. Yeah. yeah. Very linear. Like the co op. The co op is, yeah. yeah. The, like, the, considering you're literally shoveled down a beach so it's in the middle it's, it's, it's basically like a kind of missions. It's like a. Like a Spec Ops mission. I don't know whether section. it opens up the further you get into it, but the first impression was wasn't that great. It's a shame because I would love to play the actual Far Cry Three with someone else. Yeah, yeah. Because that's it's so open. Even you could have that would be amazing. Yeah, like knowing that you've got to go and attack X base and coordinating and one of you being at one and one of you being yeah, you're, the other. You're sort of like, like you snipe that guy, you stab that guy, or something like that. It'd be amazing. Well, yeah. you know the Just Cause Two, which I didn't actually like very much, no. but nonetheless it was. Um, uh, it was they they modded it on the PC so that you can mm. get sixty four people on the island or one hundred and sixty four. I think right. it was lots and lots of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just walk around. There'd be a guy like grappling a truck and another guy like flying a jet, and then yeah. there'd be people just hang gliding and boats and everything, yeah. and, and it just total chaos. Yeah, I would love to see that yeah. happening for Far Cry. Um, also out Family Guy. Yeah. Ooh, you played this, didn't you? Yes. I think say... it's literally the worst game I've played in a decade. <laughs> wow. It is horrendous. There's a, there's a phrase from a review, a really good review that you should all read on OXM that I'm going to borrow, but the shooting feels like throwing marbles at a lamppost. It's like there's just... And all the... Honestly, I played it for about an hour and a half and I was just mesmerised by how shoddy yeah. and poorly thought through and just how phoned in it was. Honestly, that is, yeah. there's just not even a scrap well, thing is, of ambition or imagination in that game. I've this for quite some time because this game was coming out and then we saw nothing of it. We saw nothing of just it. Just absolutely yeah. terrible. Like, even the the sound bites from, you know, the Family Guy sound bites, even the Family Guy sound bites and all that, they were all from the show. They were like clips yeah. of audio from the show. They hadn't even done any proper new audio for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It was just... I mean, it looked okay, it looked all right, but then the second you started playing it, essentially the gameplay consists of Brian and Stewie getting stuck in various alternate universes. Think of the amount of possibilities you could do well, with that and the that, funny yeah. things. Yeah. So instead, you end up stuck in a frat boy world where you just have to shoot an ever-approaching conga line of frat boys with just stupid guns that don't feel like they're doing anything. Oh, and then God. they have an Amish world where you just have to shoot a bunch of Amish guys who just... Is like hundreds... Cool? Literally hundreds and hundreds of pr- a procession of hundreds of Amish guys that you just have to shoot for no discernible reason. It's so bad. So bad. I've not seen a licensed game with that total just lack of no. care in yeah. so long. No. I thought it was appalling. Please don't buy it. Buy Far Cry <laughs> why, can you that's why you really get a recommendation. <laughs> Do not buy it. It really was bad. Uh, what's that on the movie front? Right. The... I guess one of the big movies out this week is Rise of the Guardians, which is an animated movie, digitally animated. And it's kind of high concept in as much as Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, played by Hugh Jackman. Lovely. Sandman. What, he plays all of them? No, no, no. He plays just the Easter Bunny. So it's all okay. these kids, um, like, sort of 
fairy tale heroes, the tooth fairy, come together because the children of the world need them. Now, I went to see Frank Weenie a few weeks ago, mm. and instead of a trailer for this movie, they had Hugh Jackman speaking directly to the audience saying what a great movie it was going to be. Right. So it was so shit. Yeah. Well, this is what I inferred. It might not be. I inferred that it was so crap they couldn't make a trailer. <laughs> so they had to get Hugh Jackman to appeal yeah. for people to go see it. Please go and see my movie. Um, better movie out this week is Sightseers. Yeah, oh, which, Sightseers. Yeah. Which Tom really? loves. But me and Luke went to see it. Yeah, it is dark and it's twisted, but very, very funny. It's about a couple. I won't say too much about a couple who go on a holiday road trip around very banal tourist destinations in the UK, like a pencil museum and like tram museums. And, and stuff. it yeah. might involve murder, and it might get quite yeah. dark. If you like things like League of Gentlemen, yeah, you probably love Sightseers. And some people are actually saying funny. it's the um, most important British movie of the year. Yeah, like well, so to support British movies, it's important. You it's see just it, really, definitely. it's just really fun and witty. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a black comedy, but like it's quite like laugh a minute, very yeah. very high. And then really the other that thing sounds is, like a, a load of poster quotes there. I know. You're just trying to get on the poster again, Kamali. Well, this is well, a laugh a minute comedy. <laughs> the most important thing. There's humor. There's also scares, you know. Swings and roundabouts. Swings yeah. and roundabouts. Luke, Kamali. Swings, Swings and roundabouts magazine. <laughs> Piss off. Ooh. Ooh. Harsh. No need for that. No. Atmosphere. Right, and that's uh, and another adaptation of Great Expectations, which we didn't really need, I guess. No. Another one. Another one. There's so many. Anyway. In about three months. The Gussie Sightseers. Gussie Sightseers. Yes. I implore you. So to finish off the podcast, let's see what reader feedback we've got this week. Yeah, I think it's because like the Wii U's coming out, a lot of people are feeling quite sentimental about their Wii. I think some people think we were a bit harsh on it the other week when we were saying it's just gathering dust and people feel burned by the Wii. People mm. are coming out and speaking out in its defense saying, I had a fantastic time with my Wii. <laughs> <laughs> with games such as Mario Galaxy 1 and 2, two great Zelda games, Mario Kart, Mario Bros., uh, Metroid, Mario Bros. Mario Bros. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I was going to say Bros. Mario Bros. <laughs> Mario band. Bros. Though, isn't it? Yeah, but Bros. That makes it sound like that. Bros. Band. I know. <laughs> bros. They are Bros. And um, Resi Four, um, Battalion Wars Two, and I could go on. Um, I just don't understand why people are so negative about it. Says Toby Thornton. What's your favourite Wii memory then? I guess it's probably Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I I've... I played on GameCube. You see, right? Oh, uh, that I think that would be a good shout because I didn't enjoy it on Wii. Uh, see, no, I, I it was my Christmas game of the year that it came out, oh. uh, and uh, on Christmas Day I woke up, not or well, maybe it was I don't know, like half five in the morning, and I went downstairs and I played like three hours of Twilight Princess before anybody else woke up, and it's That's just nice. like it was, it was, it's awesome. Yeah, and then um, Toby Halson, although he signs off as Sherbet Face. Osa says that he absolutely loved his Wii. You know, it it just had outstanding titles. Mario Galaxy, he loved Wii Sports, Skyward Sword, again, Metroid Prime. So the same sort of games come up. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's yeah, asking for personal favourites as well. I'm not saying that it was a bad console. I just felt like... It's, it felt like the, other people abandoned it. Because a lot of these yeah. games I'm reading out are just Nintendo games. Yes, yeah, which yeah, you would expect. Party. You would yeah, expect that. Absolutely. Uh, and... In all honesty, I expect exactly the same from the Wii U. You know, as I said earlier, I just don't think... If you look at the software uptake for Wii, like, most people who owned a Wii owned one game, and that was Wii Sports, because it came free with it. Not that many people. It's a very small percentage of people who, who, who owned the console that actually went out and bought anything more. So... I think, yeah, I think a lot of people who bought a console money. used it just for that. Yeah. It was the Wii Sports yeah. machine. Yeah. 
and uh, you know that's and fair enough. Fit, wasn't it? We fit when. Yeah. But but my the thing for me is that there weren't enough games that I enjoyed because I'm not a particularly big Metroid fan. Uh, sorry, Metroid fan. There aren't enough games on it for me to at the moment to go and justify going yeah, to buy a no, console. Yeah. And I'm even a little bit skeptical about Zelda now. Yeah. I mean, Skyward Sword old again. was good. But yeah. You didn't finish Skyward Sword. I didn't finish Skyward Sword, Sword, no. Do it this Christmas. It just didn't grip me. I'm about to jump into Akami, so I'll see if that can kind of... Okay, well, I also just like saying people have a, it's, love playing with their Wii. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Is that it? Universal That's message it. we can all get behind. So, well, but, that's it for this week's podcast. And um, obviously, we are ending, uh, nearing the end of the year. So, we'll be doing some roundups of uh, well, what, what we think has been the best of 2012. So, if you've got a list or uh, if you want to let us know your favourites of 2012, then let us know. IGN UK feedback at IGN.com. And uh, we'll include it in a forthcoming podcast. Forthcoming? Forthcoming? That sounds like a festive special. Um, <laughs> Or you can always contact us on Facebook and Twitter, IGNUK. That's it for this week's podcast. We will be back same time next week. Until then, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.